All right. Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode eight. In this podcast, we talk about news for music and um, we do some round robin type stuff. I think Curtis has something interesting today we're going to talk about. And then at the very end, we're going to do a quick talk about some Instagram reels and YouTube shorts, uh, do's and don'ts from some research that I've been doing. But today I am joined by my Audionautic co-pilot, Curtis. How are you, man? Oh, I'm getting along. I'm getting along. It's interesting. I was the one that said, hey, let's go. And then you started speaking and I was completely unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it always is? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, something's happening. Something's happening. We're all alive. Um, I see uh, I see that uh, the transmission incoming is going well. I see your background, actually, on the live stream, as we can see it now. What background? Ah, there we go. Uh, it was, I assume you've got some sort of clouds. Oh, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. It was, that was the issue with uh, when I went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason it didn't have the meat as the window capture it had my desktop background and i was like oh no okay <laughs> whatever yeah. so yeah cool. it's been an interesting morning as we'll get into but but how are you let's start with you because <laughs> you've been up to some cool stuff yeah yeah this week uh it's been all about the it's all been about the photoshop and the after effects and the, all the different kind of media outlets that we used to make what well, do you know it looked pretty this week um <laughs> We have a uh, frequency control center as our brand new label mate, uh, yeah. for your phrase. Um, and we've been making everything work, I suppose you could say. We yeah. took your we took your masters from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we're making it pretty. Um, so the, uh, yeah, so the full, the full shebang drops on Friday. Everything's ready to go. We've just uh, promoted, not promoted, we've just released his music video. Yeah. Um, which Paul did absolutely fantastic work with that one. Um, mm -hmm. I'd like to claim credit for it, but I can't. I just arranged <laughs> it. But as you can see, uh, all the brand spanking new uh, band camp page that we have here. Oh, yeah. Um, you have some nice new, new art. Nice and we got art Howard art. Fox in the mix now. Eon Lake. We'll get to you in a sec, Eon Lake. Uh, here we go. So, yeah. Uh, Friday, uh, 22nd of April, Frequency Control Center, Ventral Tej, Tej Mental uh drops there's two it's an a b side there's two yeah. going on there uh it's a wonderful wonderful collection of sonics yeah um, very boards of canada like Tycho if it was a little darker and more uh exploratory yeah it's nice it's nice yeah. um there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on so and we have a couple of videos and we have a couple of promo stuff coming out in the next couple yeah. of days we have an interview drop in over the weekend um we've done a lot to shout as much as we can from the roster uh, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, what about well, anything uh, else have you been up to? Uh, Paul, well, apart from that, still working a little bit, some bobs on yeah. fragments. I did take a little sneaky look at my album. Um, I've been putting it off for a few weeks, but I kind of went, all right, you've got to finish writing that at some point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. So and then uh, we're also joined by our friend and colleague who just took his headphones off. Talk about timing. Oh, can you still hear us? <laughs> it's like, where do you... <laughs> We're joined by our friend and colleague, Eon Lake. How are you, man? Hello. Oh, your audio is super Your audio echoey. is a bit... It's super echoey today, mate. Are you running through the Yeti? Afraid <laughs> not, my friend. As you can tell, we are live, so <laughs> we gotta sort through this little yeah. issue. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Howard, are you using a different mic or something? It's like super echo. No, I've got monitoring issues. It's on uh, the speaker side, not the mic side. Okay. 
Have you con- is this continuous in your studio problems from last week? <laughs> Drivers and uh... <laughs> I've had one of those days. We've just been grumbling, 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 trying to get on here. Oh man, um, internet issues and all sorts. <clears throat> yeah, it's always, it's always the way. It's always the way. Well, we can hear you loud and clear for now. Well, we can hear you. We can. You're discernible. We can. We can, we can understand you. We can work. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> aside from uh aside from today's gremlins uh have you been having a good one um <laughs> yeah a little bit in between here at the moment because um i've done a lot of experiments i haven't actually really started writing yet mm-hmm. just trying a bunch of stuff that i haven't done before just to see what happens you know and uh it's been kind of fruitful, but nothing major yet. But it's nice to, nice to have some time to experiment a bit, really. Yeah. Right. Well, we were talking last week about stepping out of your comfort zone, uh, and which you said that you did to a degree. But uh, are you? How, what are your conclusions thus far? If you haven't found anything quite new, but what, what have you been enjoying yourself? Well, I've been focusing on the modular a bit because there's some stuff that I've got that I've not used much yet. So I want to get to know it a bit better. And so I've done a few patches, but it, it does what I tell it to do, but it, the result isn't like that. It's amazing. It's just like, yeah, it's interesting. Well, that uh-huh. drum thing you shared on Discord was pretty sick. Wasn't that from the modular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on drum loops through a Qubit Prism, which is uh, it's mainly a filter module, but it's also got um, bit crushing. Ooh, um, yeah. cone filtering with a with an echo and um what's the other bit it's like this, uh, there's a destruction bit destruction anyway, bit. Yeah, that's that suffice to say <laughs> it, it mangles beats pretty badly and it, it was it, the struggle there was actually to get it to um to do something quite musical it was it was messing things up so much that you almost couldn't hear the original bit <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I liked it, but um, experiments are ongoing there just to get the right amount of glitchiness and not so messed up that it's almost incoherent. No, but that's the fun of it, those experiments. I like the fact that that's possible to actually make it that much of a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I make it work. Uh, How about you, uh, Michael? Is there something going on with your wrist? Oh, yeah, it's a little... Uh I have a little Uh wrist wrap. I I think it's from... I know what you've been up to. No, I'm left-handed. Uh, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's from um, all of the PT work because they have me doing a lot of like planks and things like that. It's a compression injury, so anytime weight is put on it, man, it's like just the shearing pain. So I've been just—it's getting better. Uh, but I, I had to carry the dog. The dog's in here. Um, it was just like a series of unfortunate events right before the show of trying to get the dog in here. I finally got him. But uh, I figured since I had to carry him because these bug spray people did this thing, I was like, I better wear this wrist wrap. So that's where I'm at. And then uh, musically, haven't done a ton of music this week. I was doing a lot of video editing. We've got a new radio show coming out, so I was editing that. That's out this Saturday, right? Binary Stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we got maybe that. To, maybe, maybe you should plug that a little bit more. Yeah, it's a really fun concept. Uh Curtis came up with it, and then we uh, recorded it. The goal at some point is to probably do it live, but for right now, we're doing it 
not live, <laughs> pre-recording it, but it's a really cool idea. So Binary Stars comes from the idea that each of us are bringing two songs into the mix. So one song from each of us will be from our Audionautic Radio playlist, which the link is in the description. It's on Spotify. And then the other song is just what we're listening to, what's kind of informing our musical explorations for that week. I think we're doing one a month for now, so for that month I'll put it. Uh, but yeah, it airs at, I believe, 11 a.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. UTC this Saturday, if I'm God. right. Three weeks in a row getting the timing right. Well, I've got it I, ingrained I'm in my brain. I just, I just wasn't sure if you were going to do <laughs> wow. like noon or something, you know, because sometimes you're sneaky and just alter it a little just to see if I'm still, <laughs> if I'm still working the math, you know. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, it's a really cool concept. That one song, uh, they're all great songs that were on it, but that last song, I've been listening to it still that you shared. I forgot the name of it, but I still pop it on my Spotify. It's like the perfect recipe for using loops and building off of it. I was like, this is so good. <laughs> it's good fun. It's yeah. good fun. Yeah, it's, it's a cool week. Yeah. It's uh... an interesting, that track. And you're featuring it this week, yeah? Yeah. We are, yeah. Saturday at 11 a.m., 7 p.m. Yeah. UTC. Thank there you. you. Go, go, go. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it in the uh, in the team chat, how so you can have a look. It's yeah. a, I mean, it's absolute, it's a banger. It's an absolute banger. Yeah, it's um, sick. And it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's, um, it's one of those where you listen to it and you go, I can make that. And you go back and you look at your own tracks like, I can't make that. <laughs> That's what I mean about how inspirational it is for the loops. Because the way that they used and built on these loops in such interesting ways. And like one part will play and then a second either counter melody or the same melody but with a different sound and tone like starts to creep up and then you're just in this like really vast soundscape and then it all drops out and then it builds back it's like that's how you do loops and keep it interesting because i always struggle with that you know like if you're doing loop based music it's like well you're just copy and pasting and then taking away yeah. and building up but it's like there are ways to do it very interesting and if you don't they get it do. right you could almost see a progress bar going across. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. always my worry when it's like loops. You're just like, it's just, you're fading in this next song and then you're fading in this next part and fading in the next, you know, like, yeah. We could make it work. Um, so yeah, if you guys are interested in that, um, uh, uh, Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. UTC, um, we are focusing, uh, I mean, okay, so it's, it's a mix of a concept they have from way back. It's actually inspired by Eon Lake because Eon Lake, has repeatedly said uh, how much the modern modern music industry focuses on the many and the new, and we are specifically looking at tracks that are a couple of months, a couple of years old, that kind of thing. I think uh, the tracking question that we're talking about, I think it's about a year so, and a half, two years old. Yeah, exactly. It's old. It's so yeah, work. we've got one viewer at very least, so that's good. Uh, that's <laughs> what we need. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we dive in to anything else. What we haven't done, what we didn't do last week, so we didn't have time, was we didn't talk about new gear. And I know that we are talking, Howard's got a little bit on uh, VCV Modular yeah. coming up. But yeah, but there's something you, really cool that came out. Yeah, well, unless unless we're not talking, we didn't discuss this before the show. Well, I uh, sent you that one thing. Is it different? Yeah, which, no, no, no. If it's the thing that you sent, then yes. Okay, it's, then it's it should be, because that's the only thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, yeah. see. Let's see, everybody. Let's see if it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're shouting this out because I mean, this is a this is a excuse my French. This is a fucking steal. Uh, <laughs> this is, I I this is a fucking steal. Um, so Native Instruments. Yeah, has, this is what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Na Native Instruments, Isotope, and Plugin Alliance have teamed up, uh, and they are for a limited time giving away some free plugins. Yeah, I think it's till um, August, so it's a pretty good long while. 
Yeah, so we got Alpha. No, well, Alpha ends in six days. Oh, okay. Hours I'm sorry. I saw something was August. So, uh, neutron elements, which is, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever used neutron elements. It's quite yeah. an interesting starting point um, for mixing. Um, we have some six plugins uh, from Alliance and Brain, which is like, I don't use much of them myself, but I'm assuming like more analog vibes. Looks uh, like it in an Ampeg, either bass Amped or uh, I don't know if Ampeg makes guitar Ampeds, but that looks sick. I mean, Howard, do you use any of these still? No, but I mean, they look to be ranging between the like, classic console plugins, you know, replicating SSL and need boards and uh, some tube compression and some classic amps and so on. I mean, you know, how bad can it be? <laughs> it's free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's free. <laughs> it, it's got the cheaper end of the market, that's for sure. Yeah, very good. Um... I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, straight away, as you can see, this looks amazing for what it is. I wonder how much it would be on the CPU, uh, but we can see from That's a good question. There. I don't know. Uh, it's from that one. And finally... You know what? You can get around that. You know, you can re and you can print yeah. it. With the Render out. It, you know. true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, and finally, the one that I've got my eye on, I use this all. I love this. Uh, I love this. I love this. I love this VST, Ethereal Earth. <laughs> Do you have uh, it? Uh, I, well, I have it. Uh, I have it at work. I don't oh, have it in the personal. Oh, so this account. is already an existing plugin. This Ethereal Earth. Yeah, so Ethereal Earth is quite a quite a it's quite a heavy sample based. Uh, it's like oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's worse than Devo. It's worse oh, than Devo. yeah, it's quite CPU intensive, but it's a it's a sample based texture soundscape VST, which creates really good stuff for like cinematics and uh, drone work and things like that. It's 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 dope. I love yeah. it. Um, and I have native access. Um, but this is I think this is two hundred euro when it's uh, alone. But now they've given it out for free. I'm like beautiful. I'm, I'm hearing myself. Why am I hearing myself? Um, but yes, um, yeah, yeah. So this uh, Michael found some I found. Yeah. And six days, fourteen hours, forty-five minutes from time of broadcasting. I gotta download go, that. Go get it. <laughs> I've been slacking off because I swore I saw August or something, but apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe it's a bit longer in the US. Don't forget, this is coming through my server. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. But uh, yeah. did you also see? I didn't send it, but I think Arturia put out a new plug in as well that's free for a little bit i don't know if it's yes. still free but it's some string thing or something yeah they're always putting out good stuff that chorus is great right that's them i think yeah that juno 60 chorus they put up for free a little while ago or something they, i love are, that thing yeah, every anything by arturia is good fun yeah. um and they have uh let's have a look i, I can't see anything What's right plug-in for the tape, tape ah. distortion and wow and flash oh and yeah the mellow fi Mellow that's Flash, that's yeah, the other I mean, one I was yeah. thinking. I love that thing, man. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've used it on everything. Yeah, um, it's, <laughs> that's always the first plugin in in like any chain of instrument. It's like put the Mellify, or if I make a bus, Mellify goes on top. <laughs> Dude, it's great. I, oh yeah, I love it. I've uh, since we got I got it in New Year's, and yeah. since then I think it's gone on everything that I've yeah on I, something. I, I honestly think it, if I had to buy it, I'd buy it. You know, like even though it was free, I'd buy it. Yeah, like that thing is, I think it's worth. I think it's eighty bucks, hundred bucks, totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think now, I think now in the new year, it's gone up to. Um, uh, I think now in the new year, it's gone up to about one hundred and twenty. I think yeah. we just bought it at work. Um, yeah, but I mean, still, I think it's still it. worth it. Like you can get yeah, some yeah. gnarly distortion, not just overdrive or tube stir or tape stuff. You can get yeah. 
full on like I got that bass distortion for that failure cover and it's massive. Yeah. It's easy to make fun of like our generation trying to replicate crap sonic fidelity of years gone by, but there is a very real issue that I've sort of bumped into early on. It's just with everything sounding really high fi and digital and so on. I don't know, it just sounds shite, basically. <laughs> Everything's so pristine and clean and sanitized, and it just, it just doesn't sound any good. Yeah. You, you need some of these things just to, you know, so that you've got sounds with some character in them, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, completely, completely. Um, before uh, before I, I forget, we do have, I have found it, because um, yes, we wholeheartedly plan our shows ahead of time. Um, <laughs> this might have been it, the August one, actually, now that I think about it. Here, well, here till free to no. April thirty. No, no. I'm just way <laughs> off. <laughs> just don't listen to me about dates at the moment. This is not gonna happen. But yeah, for <laughs> augmented strings intro, acoustic instruments reinvented, free until April thirtieth. Uh, wait, that's it's April thirtieth in the American way, so I think it's probably the same for you. Guys yeah, probably. Well. Um, but yeah, so it looks really fun. Sim, I, I again similar to kind of like the labs from Spitfire, uh, kind of like. Okay, so acoustic sounds and organic textures, but then kind of frozen a little bit and kind of a little bit warped. Yeah. Um, this is uh, it looks really nice. It looks good. Arturia, they are awesome. Yeah, they've this never is... disappointed yet, so. Never. We are, <laughs> this, is, this is obviously not sponsored by them. We have 185 <laughs> subscribers on YouTube right now. This is obviously not supported by them. We just really like this stuff. We want you guys to know about it as well. Uh, that's the main thing. Um, so, yeah, awesome, awesome source. Um it's always good. I think that's it for free plugins. I think it's it for free gear around. But at least yeah. it's all I've got for now. But you know, um, we always try to talk about free gear. We got you covered if you're looking for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love free gear. I mean, why pay for gear when you can get it for free? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we can always make it work. Um, so we kind of make it work from there. I mean, I suppose, Howard, if you've been uh, working with Modular this week, you're not using much in terms of inside the box at the moment, right? Um, still use the odd plug-in when the modular comes into my door. So yeah, I've got a stereo feed coming in from the modular, and I'll sometimes, you know, double it up, treble it up, whatever. But you know, yeah, it still comes in. So when it runs into my sound card slash mixer, it'll it'll get compressed and clipped and so on into the box. And then when it gets into the box, it's usually monitoring effects. So I have been using the. Um, uh, what's the baby audio reverb one? Was it crystal? Oh, crystal? yeah. That new one? Crystalline, right? So I've been using it a little bit, and it, it's quite good. Um, it, it really puts all of, all of the controls right front and center, so it's easy to sort of dial stuff up and tweak all of the things. Nice, friendly images that remind you of exactly what it does. Um, I'm not in love with it yet, and I'm really funny with reverbs. I mean, I always have been. Even back in the day when we were in the studio using lexicons and, and the AMS stuff that, that was industry standard, everyone had to have one of those AMSs, everyone had to have at least a PCM70 from lexicon. And I often just, there's something about the reflections in the reverb that I just didn't like, and I'm still like that now. There's a lot, I have to, I find myself messing around with reverbs a lot because I don't like the, the tone, there's this metallic sort of sound sometimes. Oh, yeah. It really yep. bothers me. Um, Does I it have an EQ? Defender in that, but I haven't dialed in anything that I do really like yet either. So um, jury's out for me at the moment as far as how good it is. Does it I have an EQ on it though? 
Any what? Sorry, EQ. An EQ, yeah. Um, it does have so yeah. I mean, it's got the usual sort of you can cut frequencies into it, and you can mm. you know you can. Uh, it's got a high and low pass sort of cut offs. Yeah, um, I've been loving the chroma verb from Logic because it has a full EQ built into it, so you can shape yeah. the reverb with like you know well, duck parts and stuff. Drag the EQ onto the onto the effects yeah. in the door as well, yeah. just so that I can tweak it because there's usually a couple of um somewhere in the telephone frequencies because of all the synth terms they use because of compression out effects and then putting reverb on it you can get real build up in the upper mids mm -hmm. you know real everything sort of fighting for space and um you can get real sort of droning one and a half k frequencies that are quite irritating really so yeah. i'm sometimes notching those out of both what goes into the reverb and what comes back from it as well just yeah. to try and keep that under control. But that's the sort of thing that seems to come up with the noise floor when you compress and then you bring everything up. It can sometimes sort of create a lot of, lot of stuff going on there oh, that I yeah. struggle with in my mixes. Yeah. Everything's in that spot. Much. You got to take it down so much for like every single thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the one of the first learning curves you have is just kind of understand just what... But we all use reverb to an extent. It's, the, it's it's necessary for everything. And then the idea of then, I think we've all been there where we've rendered something out and our mix is just entirely muddy. And it's a case of learning about why the case that is. And, um, yeah. Low frequencies into into reverb. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll have to do it. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, enough, I mean, the ones I'm enjoying most at the moment is just using Valhalla. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Your volume went way up, Josh. That's because I was so excited by the fact we were using Valhalla. It's like <laughs> cracking through 10 dB plus. <laughs> How's that now? How's yeah, that, that should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you, Howard. I mean, yeah, I, I love it. Mellify and Valhalla, put those two together on an effects chain. No matter what you've got, you are sorted. Just use those two. You don't even need anything else. That's the yeah, Sun yeah. Warper special. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll go from there. I have a round robin question, which I am wanting to ask you boys, but we also have Hydra Fighter in the room. So before we move to a new segment, we also got reels and we got VCVs. We've got lots to get through today. So let's yeah. uh, let's bring Hydra yeah. Fighter in uh, and see how he's up to, and then we can go from there. Um, so we'll see how he's going. See how he's going. Hello. Yo. All right, Steve. Hey, you guys. What's nice up? To, nice to see you. How you doing, What's man? What's going on? Good. How are you guys? Not bad. We're kicking, kicking, and uh, yeah, everything is good. Are you okay at this end? Uh, how is uh, how's everything? There? Are you? I mean, are you? Are you? Are you getting out? Getting out a bit more these days? No, we've had crappy weather for. Oh I mean, man, it still feels like it's like this trail off winter crap. So it's a good <laughs> thing because I have a lot of music things that I need to get done oh, before go. I get out and about. Right. So there you go. Gives me some goals. Yeah. It's like all that stuff that Sun Warper's got to get done before he gets married, like getting your tuxedo fit. fit got right? that one done. Check. Keep going. <laughs> 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 I wish that was it because I got that one done like a month ago. <laughs> This is this is why I won't have weddings. I, I I have to tickle that stuff off and just make it work. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Um, so you say you got lots of music to go through. Uh, so uh, a hydro fighter. What's on the horizon? Uh, just working on a lot of the same music I've been working on for about the past year or so. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of putting it all together. Um, 
kind of goes back to some of the shows that you guys uh, or some of the items you talked about in some previous shows where you got to have like an agenda. You got to have to have these set goals mm-hmm. to get these things done in time in order to meet it, even though there's no specific deadline to have yeah. it done. So it's that type of stuff. But I'm kind of in a right now where I'm in a funk. So I go off and I do something else musical that I'm not focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. But I mean, that happens to all of us, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's good, though, because then you have to like meet that deadline really quickly because you procrastinate and you just got to get it done stressful but it's it at the end it's worth it because it gets you to really do it like it's very motivating like well it's got to be done tomorrow so here we go well yeah right and it it gives you a break from the monotonous stuff that you do with the projects you're currently working on so i missed talking about that last week right that you were getting kind of tired of the like mixing part or something on uh, fragments or something remember you were doing all midi and then you were like yeah i got I got the, yeah, Josh, you. I thought you said Steve. No, no, no. Steve is in that moment right now. You were there last week. Ah, uh, just like yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like the um, as you completely say, like working with MIDI, and uh, well, just in the idea of having to do, having to do a job for the sake of finishing the job. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I've, again, I'm the same as you. Like, if there's a deadline looming, I'm like, right, I'll get to work. If there's no deadline, I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. It's fine. We'll get to it. Um. But yes, it's always the way forward. It's always the way forward. I um, missed a good show last week, guys. Well, you were sorely missed, Steve. Yeah. That was uh, some cool uh, conversation. Oh, I think we, are, we all kind of uh, are shooting for that. How do we do this live? How do you do it real, right? And, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes how does the audience know the difference if you're, just, if you're clicking buttons that are actually doing things versus clicking a button that's doing multiple things that's yeah. automated, right? Or just pretending to twist a fader, right? <laughs> yeah, right? And yeah, just going like this, yeah. <laughs> constantly moving filters by like three microns. <laughs> no, not even a bat would hear the difference. And I'm just nudging, I'm nudging, I'm nudging, I'm it, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference, you know. Yeah. Um, but before we move in, before we get into this week's kind of little round robin, uh, Steve, I was just curious: have you have you been toying with the idea of playing live yourself at all? Yeah, so I threw it in the in the in the Twitter chat last week. It's like, I want to go all not Dallas. But hands free of the computer yeah. when I'm doing the songs, right? So not, I don't want to even create the loops in Ableton. I want to create the loops oh, on the push. fly outside of Ableton. Ah. Yeah, and either, whether that be playing harmonic structures myself, or doing step sequencing with hardware, or using arpeggiators or something like that. Um, want to get away. Want to get away from trying to differentiate between what i'm doing on an album versus mm-hmm. what i'm doing in a live situation so, wait would you, Michael. Yeah. would you um not even be making like would you not make the loop on push then you'd actually just like make the sequence on something or do you mean make the loop on push and like have it playing through ableton no i don't think i'm gonna use the push actually oh. i've got the i've got the beat step that i'll pray do the step sequencing <laughs> on you just blew I've my got, mind I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> I don't. I don't. The push is cool, but it's it's too much crammed into one I can box see that. where you got to bounce around to different views of things. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. So uh, I, I was I was considering get one actually. My my launch pad has just gone. I was thinking. Oh, no. uh, I was hey. 
yeah, it just it just just doesn't turn on anymore. Oh, uh, wow. So I'm, I was thinking about I can either. I only bought it about eighteen months ago. Um, not Novation, please send me a new one. I'd love you. Uh, have you thought about the, the keyboard one? Like I have that one MIDI. I don't think it's there, but it has uh, a couple of controllers and the record and play button. And I use I've, that for a live performance, and I thought it was kind of cool. I've already I've got one, two, three. F- I've already got four keyboards, yeah. and two of them are MIDI keyboards. So I don't need another keyboard really. The what I do like is the sequencing part, and I do like the pages and the yeah. and the, the drum pads. Yeah, and that stuff, makes sense. So um okay the push the push is cool though i think i've got the first generation push so i don't i can't see all the wave files and stuff mm. like that on the leds um so or lcds um so i don't know what the some or eon i think you've got the newer generation right yeah i did get it in the end it was a little bit of an adjustment to be fair they have a learning curve it was a little bit weird something's done slightly differently but i think it still does that thing where you can do what you want to do away from the screen without that whole screen menu diving mouse music stuff going on. You can make that work. I find soul destroying. Well, it's <laughs> a keen insight into Howard's workflow right there. You're <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> doing stuff, you know, not sitting there. I, I, you know, I work on computers. I don't want to be working on a computer making music i get that yeah yeah okay well uh speaking of uh speaking of then uh just to because we're at uh 8 30 at this side um i've been thinking about this uh over the past couple of weeks just more curious than anything um we obviously we always talk about gear today for example we've been very gear heavy and we've been talking about things and gear and new plugins and all that but there are things that we have ritualistic things or in my case animals that (laughs) uh are consistently have to be around me when I like to make and be creative. Um, and I was just curious more than anything, because we, these are often overlooked tools, uh, that can help us be better musicians and better producers. Uh, Michael, let's start with you. If, what, when you're in the studio today, you've got Obi, for example. Um, <laughs> he's the... more a nuisance though. Yeah, Cause fair, he's, he fair. gets all like, uh, wanting to come, come on my lap, then get off and then sniff around. And you know, he's just crazy. I love the little dude, but, uh, yeah, uh, let's yeah. see. My two, I posted it on Twitter, would be water uh, and then either like a notebook or uh, since I don't have a pen in here at the moment, but I have a notebook, it would be my phone or an iPad or something just to put notes in. Like either if I'm doing lyrics or if I think of like, oh, uh, I'm scheduling things, you know, I can either go to Google Calendar as Curtis has been trying to make me convert to for how many years now two years or something or i can write it on a piece of paper because i just resonate more with like handwriting it um or like if i want to map something on the Erebus, you know i can just write like put knob to 12 or something you know it's, it's like whatever um so yeah i think that those are the two that are most important for me I got that just as a, a little thing. Have you ever seen the remarkable? Uh, yeah, I know. Written yeah. And fully uploaded to the Google Drive. But I'd also uh, have to buy yeah. it, and yeah, I don't want true. to buy anything right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll stick with the good old fashioned notebook and no pen for right now. <laughs> you caveman! You absolute caveman! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, antiquated, I guess, but that's all right. That's fine. Uh, the old so methods work. It's cool. Water in a notebook is always the way to go. Uh, Howard, what about you? What uh, if you're in the studio? What kind of things do you have to have with you? Um, one of the things I do is, is lighting, and it's not not because I'm some sort of lighting ponce or anything. <laughs> it's because my studio doubles as a as an office, mm. 
and I want to make a mental separation between yeah. daytime office work and music. And because it's the same room, the way I do it is to try and make it look different. So I never write music with the main lights on, mm. ever. I don't know if it helps at all, but it's a psychological thing. You know, if I could do them in different rooms, I would, so that there's a, a, a distinction between the two. But, you know, I try and make that distinction however I can. Mm-hmm. And I've got the whiteboard, of course. <laughs> which I just don't photograph when I want to keep it because I don't do paper. I cannot do paper. It gets lost, but I can't find what I'm looking for. Everything gets filed on a computer or something. So, I mean, even the whiteboard gets photographed sometimes and chucked into a notepad on a, on a computer that syncs across everything so that I can always see it. So, yeah, I keep track of things that way. I do make notes like Sunwalker. I think it's important to stay organized, especially when you're working on songs in numbers. There's also a, a board application I use when I'm writing songs that lets me know what... I build a list of each songs. They kind of get little cards on a board, and I write the song on it, and the tempo and the key that it's in, and I attach it to the latest MP3 dump from rough mix onto it and uh, categorizing the colors as to how far in the production process they are and whether or not i'm going to move it on and that's an app is that an app numbers numbers is the uh apple equivalent of what microsoft excel is yeah yeah Yeah. okay just spreadsheet oh i'm sorry did you say you're doing that in excel howard no it's an application called trello Oh, okay. I've heard of that actually. Yeah. Like picking things on a board. Yeah. Like yeah. a little card, you put it on the board, and yeah. you can attach categories to Yeah. Them. Somebody I watch on YouTube uses that for scheduling like their Instagram posts or something. What were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, kind of like that. And generally, things start on the left and move across to the right, and when they're done, that's where they get filed. Yeah. It looks like fun. So yeah, there are a few things like that that I use to track things. Um, other than that, I'm just looking around me thinking, is there anything that isn't musical that I need in here when I'm working? <laughs> no, not really. No, that's fine. There's no need to stay hydrated when you're awesome and got all the gear, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I find the start point as well. I'll often meditate before I do any music. Ah. To try and switch the brain over into another mode. And another way to sort of draw a line hmm. go, right, I'm, I'm, I'm being creative now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I know it's it's a it's a good way to do these things. I do a similar thing. Uh, you've got to separate from the outside world and the inside world in order to make these things fit. Yeah, and I'm trying to connect to something a bit deeper than up here because yeah. I get this all day and it drives me crazy. What I want to write music about, I think a little bit superficial. What what about you, Steve? I thought uh, Eon said numbers, so I've been using numbers, which is the Excel. It's a spreadsheet, right? So right. I do something similar. I'm using a kind of a combination of using notes on on the Mac, Mac with uh, with using numbers and just saying kind of putting column headers up there. All right, this is the synth I'm using for that song. This is the bass I'm using for that. These are the drums I'm using for that. And listing things out in the spreadsheet, and it helps me organize how I want to order songs in a way. It's like mm-hmm. if I've got the same things happening in these two songs i don't want them happening right after each other i want to break them out and when how i want to do the release right so it's i've been i've been taking a lot more notes 
in the past year than I have probably in my whole life when it comes to doing music stuff. Otherwise, it was a lot more spontaneous type of crap. Um, and have you found a difference? Yeah, it, it's 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 great when you're working on a lot of songs because then you can go back and say, "All right, I did that there. I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. Let me let me." Although I am doing a lot of redundant type of stuff with with what I'm doing, but otherwise, I mean, it's the hardware. Otherwise, you I mean you need your hardware to play with. And then, like I said, I'm doing more hardware, leaning more towards doing hardware stuff. But a lot of times when I am. Uh, nitpicking my stuff i'll i'll just lay on the couch and throw the laptop up on my belly and just turn the tv on in the background and and just tweak <laughs> i like that i like that that's nice it's the benefit yeah. of a laptop i guess it is <laughs> well right and you i mean if you want to go out and do it live yeah you take the laptop unless you want to unless you want to lug your pc around with your, your oh I mean, more hardware right yeah happy yeah yeah i mean it's just yeah. go get a just go get a rental truck. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. <laughs> just get a van in. I mean, yeah, these little things, these little like triggers that we have in order to switch our mindset from the day job to the night job, so to speak. Um, I mean, they're very they're incredibly important. Uh, and you guys watching, we'd like to know what it is that you guys use. Uh, let's know because there's always something like a fidget cube for example which i mean i hadn't even thought about until i spoke to a random guy uh on instagram well back in the day to stop you fiddling oh is that like one of those fidget spinners that was yeah, like huge like for that, yeah. like oh yeah it has all those different things you can do right like it's an analog stick like a game one and uh-huh. clicky things yeah, yeah. well it's i'm focusing all my fidgeting into one place so like if i'm because like usually if i'm making notes or something like that i'm like i'm using you guys can't see this there's a whole ton of crap here and i'm just kind of picking it up and moving it around but and it gets frustrating but if i have the fidget cube then it can just kind of do this thing you know what uh, else for you right to to wrap up the show today some is going to take us through uh some ideas for his instagram wait world. before you do that before though i think i think you had a few no i think yeah. you had a few other things that you mentioned that were essential for you that weren't musical besides a fidget oh, yeah. thing i saw it on twitter so you are you have to you have to uphold it yeah you josh all right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, like it's the cat. It's, it's the cat. What's it's that, Ian? Like, <laughs> he was hiding. He had to wait <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh no. <laughs> 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 I suppose so. Yeah, no, I thought I said, to be fair, I thought I said, mine. my apologies, gents. No. Maybe uh, I tuned out, but I swear you didn't. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, it's tea and it's the cats. Um, yeah. They, they are. In a similar fashion, so in a similar fashion to Howard, I like to meditate before I uh, do my work, and then I like to sit just for five ten minutes and just sit with Steve, particularly Steve. Tina is still too young to even oh. want cuddles, but oh. I'll sit with Steve and I'll just do my thing. And every so often, Steve will jump on the keyboard, and genuinely, I enjoy seeing what he makes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever yes. turned any of that MIDI into 
something or like kept one note of it and then built on it. So, uh, some some of the starting points for Fragments Volume One were based there around we what Steve was doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we're gonna get a credit for any of this. So stuff. Steve is Brudonia. <laughs> I, 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 well, yeah. He, uh, he, I feed him, I clothe him, and I give him treats. I think he's got enough credit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a cat. He doesn't need his name on it. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. But yes, um, that is me. I apologize. I thought. No, no, no. But really quick, tea. Is it caffeinated or is it like a herbal tea? Depends. These are the serious questions. It is. Yeah, no, it is. If, it's, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm having a day sesh, it'll probably be some Earl Grey. Okay. Um, which is obviously caffeinated. Yeah. If it is uh, nighttime around now, for example, it'll be a herbal yeah. tea or something like that, or a decaf. Okay. Or usually, a, usually a pulsey or something like that. Not okay. Like All, right. All right. That kind of thing. Uh, but I want to hear. Uh, Howard has got a uh, update from the VCB rack. Uh, which he's going to take us through before Michael gets to us telling about Instagram Reels. So I'm going to share my screen with you, gents, so we can all be on this, literally be on the same page. Um, Let me just uh, make sure we're yeah. all still in the shot. Yeah, it looks like it. Still there. All still there. Um, so this is uh, a uh, VCV rack. Uh, we spoke about this on Lightspeed. A Lightspeed and One a of the last ones. Got, yeah. May it rest in peace. Um, yeah. The idea of... <laughs> <laughs> RIP Lightspeed. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, hardly knew ye. <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, so we took it okay, so we're talking about uh plug-in soft racks essentially, it's the best way for me to describe it. But I am a shaven chimp who knows very little about this, so Howard, take take the reins, please, sir. So basically I had a bit of a bit of a wait what moment with VCB rack. So Josh and I both tried it some time ago and we mentioned this before. We didn't really gel with it, but they have updated it and brought out a new version that um, is a VST and essentially works like um, like the soft tube modular plug-in does in the sense that it's either an instrument, a VST instrument, or you can use it as a VST effect, which means you can either have it as an instrument generating sound or you can take the sound and run it through the modular and pack into your, into your um, <clears throat> door as a kind of a return effect. One thing I didn't notice that one of my favorite actual modular vendors, um, Instro, who are based in Edinburgh, and that's some beautiful stuff, have actually rendered most of their modules into VCV rack. And I don't even think you have to pay for them. I mean, I've been oh, wow. looking at that page over and over again, trying to figure out <laughs> you actually have to pay for this. But if you saw it again, Josh, I'll bring it up. Yeah, I'll bring it up again. There are a couple of them that they don't have, right? a couple of their flagship granular processing ones that aren't on there. But essentially, most of them are. And if you scroll down just a little bit more, then there's a particularly big no, CSL. There you go. That's why I went up. If you go up a little bit. Oh, this one here? Instro CSL. I've got that in my modular rig. It's a complex oscillator. You've got one at the top, one at the bottom. They've got different core waveforms. Each oscillator's got waveforming, a load of different wave shape outputs, and you can cross modulate them and send them back into each other and cool. do FM modulation between the two. So it's a, a mental complex oscillator, quite expensive, beautifully made, and sounds amazing. And the, all of this is actually there in VCV rack. So I think I'm going to have to eat my words and do a big old screeching U turn on VCV rack. <laughs> That's a free one, right? Next time I get paid, I think I might actually get hold of the pro copy of VCV rack just to get my hands on these. 
There are some other, like all the mutual mutable instruments modules are available as well. They're, they're called mutable in uh, I don't know, a very similar name, but not exactly the same. So yeah, I'm going to do a bit of a U-turn and I'm going to look into this a bit deeper because I've just been able to get hold of all of that stuff and play yeah. with it. Mm. You know, for the benefits of like, <coughs> being able to do things where you don't have multiples of one thing, because I'm not buying another CSL now. It's kind of pricey. But to be able to put four in series and so on. Mm. So I also had a little look at the um, at the introduction that they have. So there's a guy called Omri Cohen who um, talks you through all the changes and so on. And there's a lot of good stuff that they've done with it where you can um, you can select areas of a rack um, just by highlighting a particular area of it and you can copy that and you can save that as a component. So you might use five or six modules to create a voice where you've got, you know, maybe a couple of oscillators, you know, you've got DCAs and envelopes and so on. And that's something that works for you and you find yourself doing a lot. You can select all of that and copy it, save it, and then that's an element that you can just plot into racks wherever you like. You can duplicate <laughs> and have a bunch of them. It's obviously, uh, one thing that enables you to do easy that you couldn't really afford to do in the real world is polyphony within your rack. Um, so there are all sorts of things like that that you can do. You can, you can copy with and without cables attached as well, so you can literally clone stuff and there are a lot of convenient changes that they've made things that used to irritate me where if you're making a patch from one thing to another thing you have a random color of, of lead so if you're trying to make your patch make sense by using a particular color for cv a particular color for note particular color for modulation you can actually do that a lot easier now without having to keep trying to drag cables and wait until it does the right color and stuff. So after having said, you know, it's wonderful what they do, but it's not for me. I it's now for um, you. <laughs> it's now for Howard. Longer. They built it just for him, the, the update. <laughs> for I mean, very good reasons, you know. There's, there's some good stuff in there that you can yeah. mess about with. I think it's a lot easier to use now and to integrate into everything else that you may be doing. Mm. I yeah. mean, uh, the when it became, I, I in a similar fo fashion, uh, I played it for a while, but it, and it wasn't a VST, and then it became a VST, and I was like, well, okay. And then again, I always say I want to get into modular, but it's just it's such a price barrier to entry, yeah. it's such a barrier. It's Same. such a, you know, I it would be nice, but not yet, you know. Um, so I, it's definitely a way forward, definitely a way forward. Does it tickle your fancy, Steve? Yeah, for sure, but uh. I don't want to jump in that game yet because yeah. I got to get the other ideas out of my head first. You need to finish that work, man. I need to finish that work, <laughs> and then I've already got the ideas for the next work. So it's, I mean, I like the idea of it being a VST though, because I, I had the same thing. I played around with it more, and there was some way to integrate it with inside of Ableton, but it was some cheap way, yeah. and I could get it to work properly. And it was the most searched for thing on the forums was how do I <laughs> make this thing talk to anything else I may be using. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. At some point, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great way to start with it, though, because once you figure out the software part of it, it should be easier to dive into the hardware and know what you want to get, right? Am I thinking the right way on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think right. I think it will help you understand what you want to do and, and what you need in order to do it and what's more important. Because there are bling modules and there are things that you just need. 
you know, that I'm particularly excited about you know, the whole various groups. <laughs> I mean, uh, Michael, do you, what do you think? I mean, I mean, we've talked about modular quite I'm, a bit. I'm kind of like with Steve on this one where I want to get into it. Now it, for me, is probably a good time to, but it just seems so, like, every time I hear about it, I'm like, well, the end result is awesome, but all the, like, connecting and all that stuff, while I'm sure it's cool once you get into it, it's just like, I don't really want to deal with that at the moment. You know, like, it's such a daunting task. I'm like... Yeah, it's gonna take some learning, and and like I'm I'm busy learning the SP, so that's like where I'm at right now. You know, I want to get a handle on that, like, and be really fluent in it, and then maybe I'll dive yeah. into that. You know, because I really do want to get into modular, and I'm sure soft synth modular is probably the way to go. You know, VST, then you don't have to like sink a ton of money in and be like, you know what, I actually don't want any of these pieces. I need to right. get a whole new one. You know? <laughs> so, so yeah. No, I'm sure that's no, part of the fun. Yeah. One thing that bothers me about it is when I say it's a VST now, I mean it's a VST, and I don't use VSTs, I use audio units. Ah. So, ah. Well, aren't you cool? I'm wondering if that's going to be a machine to run VSTs and AUs at the same time. I know it's not advised yeah. to do that. You're a rebel um, without a VST. <laughs> yeah, I need an audio unit. I'm a Mac user, come on. Yeah, but I think they will be doing it as an audio unit at some point. I think that's a format so I follow. I like it. It's got a ring to it. Eon Lake, the anarchist. I yeah. like it. It's a good way of doing it. I mean, yeah, we've all got to be there. Um, <laughs> speaking of getting a handle on things, uh, that was a segue I was looking for, but we went a bit longer. But I'm going to say anyway. I love a good segue. Well, um, we know you do. <laughs> um. Uh, we want to wrap up today. Uh, we're trying something new, trying a bit different. My, uh, Sun Wolfer has been going through uh, some of the marketing side of the Instagram world and the do's and don'ts of what things work if you're trying to promote yourself as a professional brand, which some of us like to do, some of us do not. Some of us are a bit like, eh, I like to take pictures of cats, uh, yeah. which is me. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm exactly. here for. That's what I'm here for. But what I was going to say is it's not necessarily about, oh, I want to promote like myself as a brand or something. It's just there's these features. And if you want to use them, why don't you use them right? That's yeah, the way I look then, at it. You know, it's not like I'm trying to be an influencer. I'm sorry. Say again, Howard. I didn't mean to cut you off. Hopefully, by doing it properly, you're not irritating people as much. Well, people who want to listen and who are interested. I mean, he's more interesting and not just watch my video. Yeah. Well, so let me go over some of them. So I've got both like the research, you know, what I've read, some of what Instagram talks about, what these like Instagram coaches talk about, or whatever, and then also from doing reels at least once a week, sometimes two to three times a week for the last. I think three or four months, I have some anecdotal evidence. So the first big thing is it kind of varies per content type and like user. So, and your following and what you grow. So trial and error is key. Um, I would test out different types of posts, different post times, video formats, content types, all that. There's a thing about whether you want to post a reel onto your feed or just post it into the reels like feed. I would recommend putting it on your feed because then you hit your followers as well as new followers. Uh, by the way, this is a list, so if anything piques your interest, just interject. So no can problem. You do that both, though. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, you can put it on both. So there's an option when you're yeah, posting one at a time. Or... No, no, no. There's when you're posting the reel, it'll be like, uh, "Do you want this in your feed?" or something to that effect, and you put like yes. Oh. And once you set it, that usually will always be set. So I would recommend it because what do you have to lose? Like your followers see it if it goes on your feed, you know, like the scrolling feed, and then it also goes in the big reels, you know, algorithm thing. Um, the biggest thing that I found is uh, looking at your Instagram insights and YouTube if you're doing YouTube shorts and seeing when you have the biggest influx of people. You can see if you go to insights and hit followers, it'll show times where you have most people on for each day. So you look at that and the head of Instagram, Adam Masseri, said that he posts before the spike. So not when it spiked, but before it. So that as these people come on, they're seeing your content. So it's a little nice. different from, I guess, the older form where it was like, you want to post right when everybody's on so you can get likes and it goes, reels are a little different. It's not as important to get likes at the beginning. It's like going to just go. And the more people that come as it goes is better. Um, and then there's text and stickers, just like in stories. If you guys are familiar in stories, you can add like text and you can add stickers. Um, and, but you should do it in the app. Don't add text outside of the app. And I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, I would try to use all of that Jeez, if it's such a tease. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> if it's relevant, I would try to use all of that because Instagram seems to the algorithm seems to like when you use all of the stuff they offer you. So they'll, mm. you know, be a little nicer to your video. You think about it, it? Yeah. And, and that's the same with like yeah. Instagram in general. Don't just post reels, post photos, post carousels, post videos, even though the videos barely get views now. But um the more you show Instagram, you make like all kinds of content, the more they kind of like like that. Supposedly, that's what these coaches are saying at the moment. And I've started doing that and it does seem to make a difference. Um, then the, the other than the posting time, this is probably even bigger than that. I probably should have put it first, but remember aspect ratios. So a reel is nine by 16, right? But when you scroll and when you look at the, the person's um, page, it's four by five. So it's a totally different ratio. And so you want to make sure everything of your content is in that. And that is why I said put the text in the app because it has borders for where the four by five is. And so you can set your text and your stickers within that. So that's right, key. So, so don't be making dates and add-ons and stickers. Uh, that are above. Edit it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. make it when you, so you can edit it in the app, right? Like you can edit the video separately put it in the app. Now you have the full video or you could make the video in the app, but that's hard for music. Um, but then make the text, the stickers, dates, things like that in the app because you'll see little blue borders as you make it. And it'll tell you like what's in the center. But then if you go up too high, it shows a vertical or horizontal border and you don't want to go past that because you'll see some people. I think even when we go to my Instagram page, you'll see a few of the texts that like when you're seeing it on the reels page, the text is like blocked out or something. And um, you don't want that. But also like if you're trying to show your face or if you're doing a video where you're talking and you have it in nine by 16 where your head is up here, but when it goes to four, four by five, it like cuts you in half. You don't really want that. Cause then when someone's scrolling, they're just going to see your mouth moving or something, you know? That's my good side, though. Well, that's if that's if that's it's your prerogative. <laughs> if you want to do that, go for it. I'm just saying, just keep that in mind. And then uh, last, before I get to the anecdotal stuff, these things can change quickly with Instagram. They revise the algorithm. They revise like what they want. They're pushing reels right now because I think they're 
that's their newest product, but they're trying to compete with TikTok. So reels are like the, the newest algorithm. They really want you to make reels, so they'll show it to more people. But I wouldn't put a ton of effort into meeting every criteria that I talked about because it could change quite quickly. So you can either, if you want to do it the complex way like I'm doing, you could follow Instagram on Instagram or follow Adam Masseri and like these people that talk about this stuff or just subscribe, subscribe here because I'll keep you up to date yeah. on everything. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the thing. Anything before I go to the anecdotal evidence on what I talked about? I was cu- I'm curious if you look at the channel of his Instagrams three or four times um, before you do any posts you write. <laughs> we'll we'll show my Instagram page in a sec, just to give uh, an example. But what were you gonna say, Josh? I was just wondering if any uh, if there's been if you've experimented with the traction of the sounds that people use as opposed to yeah. So I mean, that, so. I haven't. I guess competing with TikTok, they're really pushing. Well, they were really pushing like reusing people like if someone posts something trending you use that sound and like make a new reel out of it i don't see how that applies really to a musician unless you're trying to be like trendy and an influencer which i'm not i'm just trying to use what they offer in a way that works that i can present my music right um but that adam maseri i just saw he posted a reel today where he said they're doing a whole new thing about original content rather than reposts and they're really pushing original content and it'll be labeled as original content so they may be going a different direction than TikTok in that sense in the near future of the original content as in hasn't been on that platform before. Yeah. I think that but also like you created it. Like I made right. this I, like I made a music video or I made a performance video. Sense. This is original content and then someone may take that and make a reel where they're singing over it, right? That's like yeah. yeah. Anything else Josh? I saw that big oh. Uh yeah, cuz I've just tried to click on one of your reels but I can't do it. My computer won't let me. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that is not something. Well, that's all right. Uh, can you can you just show the um, the, the Reels feed? I can show the Reels feed, yeah. Okay, let, let me finish the little evidence, my anecdotal evidence, and then we'll cut to it. Because there's a few things that I think are important that seeing it, at least in the small little Reel thing, will make sense. So, uh, Steve, do you have any questions or anything? No, uh, the only comment I have to say is I do think you're an influencer, and I think you should start asking for free meals. For well, hey, if you want to give me a meal, I'm more than happy to oblige. <laughs> that extends to all of you. <laughs> all right, so um, this is stuff that I've found. Um, first and foremost, performance videos for me tend to do much better on Instagram than posting like nature videos or you know like screenshots or sunsets and stuff like that. Um, and then even more so for YouTube shorts, guitar videos where I'm playing the guitar, hit the shorts feed like crazy piano videos and like SP videos and production videos tank. And even on Instagram, like just playing the SP, like I make those little, watch me make a full song on, like on an SP, those don't do all that great in comparison to these like guitar and piano videos on Instagram, piano goes nuts, uh, but not on YouTube. And then I definitely found that posting before the peak follower time helped, but even more so do some engagement beforehand, comment on people's posts, respond to people's posts. If you haven't responded on your own and also post like a story or something, because for some reason, I guess because Instagram wants to know a, you're bringing people to the platform, but B you're like involved in it. It seems to help generate. Plus if you're commenting on people's posts, they may then look at yours and comment. I mean, that's not don't comment on people's posts for that reason. But that is at least some possibility, you know. Um, 
saves on videos and this applies to photos too but on reels when people save it that makes instagram think oh we should show this to more people even more so than likes and i think even more so than comments that's what i've heard the saves are huge right now um and then i have tried posting a four by five reel that i resized with like black bars to nine by 16 or just putting in the reel like when you go to uh, make a post in a reel put a four by five and it adjusts it to nine by 16 those tank they don't go anywhere so i think instagram like doesn't like that um so josh you want to share my screen and i'll yes. i'll show you what well, i'm talking I'll about i'll share my screen of your page that's right um, i'm sorry yeah, share yeah, 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 share yeah. share my page is what i meant not screen yeah, yeah, yeah. so like you can yeah, see yeah. that uh the third video from the top that was a four by five that i just like with like put black bars on look it got 207 views Mm-hmm. It didn't really go anywhere. Whereas, like, I just posted that first video like an hour or two ago, and it's already got twenty eight hundred views. I got a few follows from it and stuff. Like, I I don't care about these vanity metrics; they don't matter. But getting your name out there, getting exposure, can reap benefits. If you're trying to promote a song and you're doing like performance videos for it, you can drive people. Hey, click the link in bio for mm-hmm. a pre save or to check it out. Like I did that with Star Guide, and you can see the text and stuff like that. And if it could play, you could see. I have like on that let's make a beat with the Voca FM and SP404, I change scenes every like five, 10 seconds and I change the text because you can mess with the duration of each text of each sticker. Mm. So you don't have to have it up the whole time. So it's, yeah. It's interesting to see, like you say, these these performance videos coming through. So we've got piano here, the 4,000, mm-hmm. your piano up here with two, you've got one, four, one, yeah. four, two, eight, and come down here, like just to reiterate yeah. what you were saying, landscapes, one, nine, nine, two, four, three. Yeah. A little bit more here, we've got a thousand. That kind yeah, of thing. That, I so, think that was right when Reels was like going strong, so that they, they were kind of just showing everything to the algorithm. And then on YouTube, it's it's even more different. Like, um, I posted a title memories like kaleidoscope video, didn't hit the shorts feed at all. And shorts are weird, I can go more into that in another one. But the way shorts work is like it doesn't necessarily go to your followers, it only goes to subscribers who watch shorts and then goes right. to the shorts feed. So it's really like uh, a game of chance with shorts, whether they're going to get a lot of views. And then if you get subscribers from it, are they even going to watch your content? Because it came from this shorts feed where you were just playing a guitar, not making like a video. So uh, not Instagram, I'm sorry. YouTube shorts, kind of a different beast. But uh, if anybody wants me to talk about shorts more, either you guys here or uh, you watching later, let me know in the comments and I can get into that. But shorts are interesting, but reels are kind of like what I'm focusing on now. And then I just save that video and post it on TikTok, post it on YouTube shorts. Cause like you've got it. Why not just put it there? You know? Okay. Uh, thanks for that. That's very informative. Yeah. Um, very informative. Like, yeah, uh, just reiterate if you, if you at home would like to know more, let us know and we can tailor that and we can yeah. get Michael to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, if there's anything specifically, let me know. I've been really getting into it. It's interesting. And I just like the trial and error of like trying these video types and seeing what happens. Again, I don't care about the vanity metrics, but I'm trying to grow my name and stuff and get people yeah. to listen to my music. And so that's just one avenue to try it. And it's just fun to see like what works, what doesn't work. But um, well, exactly. if you're going to do it, the metrics are there to show you exactly. what you do. Yeah. As well yeah. effect. You know, yeah. It's just comparative tool, isn't it? Yeah, completely. Yeah, uh, that is cool. Uh, I can't believe we actually got through everything today. Yeah. Uh, oh, got really quick. I'm sorry. Uh, if anybody wants to read everything I wrote out, I'm going to post it in our Discord, which is in the link in the description. Yeah. Um, 
that's cool. Uh, that's excellent. Um, thanks for the rundown. I'm yeah, sure we'll bring something, bring something new next week. Always. Uh, really informative. <laughs> uh, really informative. Um, that is just about time time for today. Uh, we are three minutes past the hour. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. It's been an yeah, pleasure. always a highlight of the week. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, it's great. We hope that you guys at home have enjoyed it uh, as much as we've enjoyed making it. Uh, let us know if there's anything you particularly want to see. Um, if you are a patron, then you are more than welcome to join Steve and come and sit with us and chat. Um, yeah, and on that note, we are brought to you by Patreon. So if you want to help support the channel, head to patreon.com slash audionautic. We've got a bunch of additional content. I will be posting a new bloopers from the Binary Stars because we had a hell of a time with that video. <laughs> so I got that. And then there's also a whole other podcast we do once a month called Starstream, which also features Eon Lake. So if you don't get enough of Eon Lake and ADSN, like I don't tune into that. <laughs> as long as he fixes damn microphone. We will be back next week um, with ADSN. And as uh, previously mentioned, we will be here on Saturday uh, at 7 p.m. UTC. I nearly forgot the date and the time then. Uh, oh, look at you. UTC for our brand new uh, Binary Stars concept. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna yeah, be it's fun. a lot of fun. We'll have, I, I think we're doing a premiere, right, for it? Yeah. We'll yeah, so it. we'll yeah. be in the chat yeah. if you guys want to hang out and uh, talk and vibe with the songs as much as we did when we were filming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a laugh. It's going to be a laugh. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, any final words? Thanks for watching. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, lo been lovely. Uh, see you next week, gents. You take it easy. Oh, there you go. Okay. See you guys.